0: BLOB TALK RADIO Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, Excellence killed the church. How mediocrity is destroying America. Dr. Sean Michael Greener.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the collision of faith and politics. Good to have you here with us today. Um, I want to first announce, first of all, well, welcome. I mean, obviously, that's number one. But I also want to announce that uh, I understand there were some sound problems. It's really not, just so you know, it's not a sound problem on Sundays, it's an internet problem. And unfortunately, uh, you know, um, I don't really know how to resolve it, and uh, it's, it's frustrating um, because primarily, I'll just tell you, you know, um, I have to use one of those little cards, and I bought one of those little cards, and I... And I pay the fee every month, and it's supposed to be 4G LTE and all this stuff. But where we do the show uh, on Sundays, it it I'll be honest. Um, yes, Sean, be honest. Stop lying to me. I don't tune in for you to lie to me. I tune in for you to be honest with me. So how about for once? Perhaps you could tell the truth. Well, good point. Good point, Jeeves. Um, you know, it's just not uh, it's just not sufficient. For what we're doing. So I'm kicking around ideas of recording the show and playing it on Sundays. We have a little over 40,000 listeners, uh, not all live at one time, but 40,000 listeners. Usually by the time 24 to 36 hours is up, there's about 40,000 listeners who have tuned in. So all that said to say, this, I'm soliciting your ideas to what I can do, because, I mean, I could record it uh, in my studio and that would be better. It's going to sound like this, which hopefully this sounds good. I've invested a lot of money in making stuff sound good from, from here. Uh, so hopefully that's the case. I don't know. Well, we're figuring it out. We're going to try to figure it out. By the way, the chat room is open. I messed up and uh, I think one of the last shows I did, I forgot to even open it up. So I apologize for that. Awesome. Thank you, Andrea Shea King. What an incredible show Andrea has. Same network here, Blog Talk Radio. Um, She's phenomenal, and, and she always has a, amazing guests, but even if she didn't have guests, she would be awesome, and uh, a lot of great information, So and, and put out there in a, just an incredibly entertaining and, and powerful way. So she's, she is a very experienced radio veteran, so uh, give a listen to her show. She's usually on uh, in the evenings. So she's down there in Florida, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Steve. uh, Also in chat. We'll let it slide this time. How forgiving. I appreciate your grace and your mercy. So today, Closing of Faith and Politics with a Ninja Pastor, the bathroom blues. Everybody's got the bathroom blues, man. Um, It's a a tough time. Tough time for your bathroom habits these days. Um, You guys have probably been concerned about I would imagine uh, you guys have been concerned about the North Carolina bathroom bill, but uh, what I found in researching this is that it's not the North Carolina bathroom bill. Uh, it's not just North Carolina; it's many other states. North Carolina is because of the fight going on between North Carolina's largest city, um, Charlotte's mayor, and the governor. That's what's brought this to to uh, fruition. But there are other states, there's many other states enacting similar legislation in response to uh, different cities that will enact ordinances allowing, it, and it's by the way, it's worse than this, it's worse than this, but allowing any sex or persuasion or gender identity to use whatever restroom they please. So my question to you is, have you actually read the bills? Because that's what I did today, I read the bills, and boy was it fun. The part that's really super troubling, and I mean really super troubling, is that I, I have to tell you, it's it's a lot worse than you thought. It's far worse. And so today I'm going to unpack that in a way that leaves you kind of shaking your head. But, not just shaking your head, but I also have the solution. I have the solution. So thank you for tuning in today. Uh, you know, send this out to your email list, social media, tell the known world. We really appreciate it. Uh, back to last night's message. A lot of people have sent me messages saying, look, you know, I, I just... I listened for the first, like, 10, 15 minutes. It was just so choppy. The signal was so choppy that I just uh, I bailed, and then I figured, well, I'll listen to the, the playback, and the playback's not super good. About halfway in to the one-hour commercial-free uh, message, uh, it clears up, but I understand I, I always want to generate excellence. So I'm probably going to redo this, uh, the Sunday message. And the Sunday message, uh, I, I was really super excited to do it. By the way, happy Passover uh, to my my Jewish friends and and my Messianic friends. It's awesome, awesome to have you listening. We have a lot of people in Israel. Of course, it's about what I guess about eleven o'clock there. Um, but the message last night was breathe. The Sunday Sean talk is what we're calling that. Breathe. Have you ever had the urge to read the Bible? You know, when you've tried everything air quotes and nothing else air quotes worked. So now you finally go to Scripture and you're reading. You get so distracted and sleepy and confused, your problem that you went to Scripture for in the first place, well, maybe not the first place, maybe the hundredth, well, I tried everything else first place, in your mind, you're just not finding the beautiful and amazing and easy revelation you were looking for in Scriptures. Well, that amazing epiphany from the dusty old Bible, your dusty old Bible with all the dust and not ever read pages and all that, seems, doesn't seem to be working its magic. Well, if the answer and the meaning eludes you, well, then you'll be glad to learn there's a secret. It's a secret to unleashing the power of the scriptures. And I give you in this message, I give that to you. Um, and I'm really uh, super excited about this message. That's why I was so disappointed when it turns out the Internet connection was so bad that, um, you know, it's, it's just not the quality that I want to do. So that said, I'm going to find a way to deal with Sundays so that your listening situation is better. Um, but we're gonna have to figure it out, and maybe we'll just—I don't know—do Sunday show on a different day, or I'm not sure. I'm just not sure how we're gonna do it, because we are always gonna do a live, uh, a live appearance, a live sermon with the, our group, our kehilla on Sundays at five. We eat from five to five to five thirty, and then we enjoy uh, an hour of preaching, and then um, <laughs> the congregation's like, uh, "Speak for yourself, Dr. Sean. Not so sure. Not so fast. Slow down, slam dancer. I'm not slam dancer. I'm the ninja pastor. Anyway, uh, so we have a great meal, and then we really enjoy um, really a, a, a kind of in-your-face message. I don't mince any words. And then and then afterwards, we have a really vibrant Q&A. And then after that, we have music. My friend Steve plays the violin, and we all sing. And it's fun, man. It's fun. And then we have prayer. It, it's awesome. But yesterday, I, I do have to apologize. I'm I hate like anything for the sound not to be good for folks. And I feel like that message of of the thousands of messages I've delivered, man, I'll tell you, that one, I really I really wanted that one to be super, super clear and, and all that. So I, I do apologize for that. And so, again, chat room is, is, is open. So, so I also want to do this. I've, I've had some different military people reach out to me, ding, 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 reach out. They've, they've contacted me and they said, Look, um, things are bad here. In the realm of, of military, things are really, really, really bad. I mean, we're working with nothing, we have no, uh, just, just everything is not working. It's, it's broken, everything is broken everything is everything's just messed up, everything's messed up. you know we're having to i don't know it's just uh i don't know it it's just it's just like we're a third world country uh, military and we just don't know what to do about it and we've we've got men and women coming home from serving multiple uh deployments, and you know that that sounds very very um clinical, i guess I would say to say multiple deployments well, you're going into combat. You're going into a death zone, and you're seeing buddies killed, and and people getting sick from from different things, and the stress is just. I, look, I have a friend of mine's been. He's had 14 deployments, 14 combat deployments since 9/11. 14. He's a Navy SEAL. He's he's um he's top tier, and and uh, he's been hurt. He's been shot. He's been a uh, victim of IEDs and all that stuff and he just keeps going back and back and back because they keep sending him back and back and back. Now he wants to be with his he wants to be with his team. He's a team guy, so that's kinda how it works. But you know th- they're equipment. I mean they're sharing weapons. I don't know if you understand how rifles and pistols work. I mean you might not be a gun person, but look man, that's that's a very personal thing. It's kinda like, hey can I borrow your wife? Sure. No, nah. no, nah. Doesn't work that way. So uh, your love wife is not for borrowing or anything of the sort. That's a quick way to get your throat cut. So all that said to say this is, you know, you've got to you've got to have some autonomy with your with your weapon. You can't you can't have people just willy nilly. Well, okay, borrow it, and even though they're going to respect it and they understand how important it is, look, you know, it's got to be tailored. It's got to be set up just for you. That's how it works. That's why it works well. You've got to, you've just, you've just got to think things through and our, our military is just getting crappy equipment and, and they're having to share it. They're cannibalizing things. The, the Marine Corps is cannibalizing jets. It's just downright ridiculous. And so, you know, some of my buddies, uh, one of whom is a, a fighter pilot, uh, he, I don't know how many he's done. He's done a bunch, but he, it seems like he's always over there and he said, "You know, in addition to all the other crazy stress that we have here, you just wonder i mean the the ground crew they do all they can, I mean, they really do, they do all they can, but how much can they really do you know how how much can they really, really do? because I'll tell you it's it's a pretty pretty difficult situation when you're having to rob well old saying rob Peter to pay Paul, but when you're having to cannibalize an aircraft, and, and my buddy says, you know, he's a high-ranking guy. He said, you know, we're, we're in such dire straits here with uh, spare parts and, you know, uh, the plan maintenance has, let's say there's, I'm just making these numbers up, but let's say there's 20 aircraft in a squadron, you know, fighter aircraft. He said only four of them are up. Only four of them are running. So there's a lot of stress there, and these people have stressed, and a lot of them are coming back. Uh, and they're committing suicide. They, they have a lot of problems. And a lot develop drinking issues, drug issues. Uh, many become homeless. Well, in Delaware here, if you check my Facebook, just facebook.com backslash greener, I think it is. Um, you go to that or just type my name in or the Ninja Pastor, you'll see it. I posted some videos and some photographs. Uh, I have a friend, Ray Siemens who, uh, he's a musician, Troubadour Ministries, and he's involved in this thing, uh, Bo Biden, you know, he's passed away from brain cancer. He was a military guy and, uh, active duty guy, not active duty, but multiple times deployed as a JAG lawyer. And he's of course the son of, uh um, the vice president, uh, Joe Biden. And I can't stand any of his politics, but you know, you lose a kid. That's a tough thing. And, um, you know, I didn't agree with I didn't agree with almost anything Bo Biden did during his lifetime from a policy standpoint. But I have to say, you know, uh, this center is called the Victory Village and it's the Bo Biden Center for Homeless Veterans and it's amazing. But they're they're doing a lot of things, they're just barely scraping by. They've got uh, contractors that are volunteering to come and, and do work and people who are giving them furniture to fill it up and the fire people, they're failing them. They'll tell them, oh, yeah, you're good to go. Just do this, and then you do that, and then come back. They inspect that thing. They find something. Oh, no, you can't do it. It's almost like somebody's against them. But this is an awesome thing. And so Victory Village and uh, Ray Seaman. So if you go to my uh, Facebook page, you'll see the information there. Just go through, scroll through, you'll see it. And um, if you can, if you have the capacity to donate in that, let's say you're not going to donate to what we do here well, donate to that, or, or if you donate here and you say, "Hey, I want to, I want to give a certain amount to that of this to that," then we'll do that. We're working on some unique uh, incentives for you to contribute to the show and this ministry, and um, so whatever you know, whatever you can do. But anyway, the point is, is there's a lot of veterans out there. There are a lot of veterans out there that need a lot of help, and it's a serious thing. You know, I talk about Gold Star families uh, every week. I mean, I, I talk about them in my speeches. I have a challenge coin in my left pocket right now from Mark Allen Lee, United States Navy SEAL, Team Bruiser, first Navy SEAL killed in Iraq. Her, uh, uh, his, his mom is a dear friend of mine and sister in Christ. And uh, Debbie, America's Mighty Warriors, come on, Debbie Lee is just doing some amazing work. So I talk about them. I talk about uh, my my buddy Charlie Strange and the Hill Grooves and all the what they do. And um, I have to say, you know, there's a lot of people working really hard, but there's also a lot of veterans that are here. They made it back. Uh, they saw a lot of loss, a lot of, a lot of stress. You just can't, can't get rid of unless you know how to do it. We do a lot of work with PTSD, but a lot of veterans end up, uh, not a lot, but there's there's enough of them where they end up homeless. Uh, they end up alcoholics and addicted to drugs, and maybe they went into the military with some problems. But the fact of the matter is, is we owe them. We owe them to help them. We sent them, and then we sent them again, and then we sent them again. So. Um, get involved, get involved. And if you have some questions, you say, hey, I, I want to get involved, but I don't really know what to do, I don't really know who to talk to, then just get a hold of me, smgreener at gmail.com, or go to theninjapastor.com, theninjapastor.com, and go over to the Contact Me page, contact that, and the people will make sure I get that message. So, And by the way, if we uh, post things there, there's a lot of content on the blog section. We Go to that, put a comment in, put a comment in. And I look at the numbers of the number of visitors, but it doesn't correlate the number. Unless you all agree with everything I say, and, and even if you agree, just put on there. Oh, I agree. And the same way with the show. Quote, uh, commenting on this show at Blog Talk Radio, at the show page, uh, you know, the Ninja Pastor, Radio. com backslash the Ninja Pastor. Go to that show page, and you click on the episode, there's a comment section. If you put comments in there, we'd love that. That moves us up. That elevates us. Our numbers have had us on the first page, and number one, uh, several times, and, and uh, I don't know how any of that works, but they tell me, uh, some folks have to- told me that the comments are a big thing. Um, okay, so bathroom blues. Now, I said last week, and I meant it when I said it, I really did mean it. Um, I just don't know how in this country we're having this discussion, especially given what we're facing. You know, we've got we've got the... Um, we've got Islam coming after us. And I mean, it's just, um, you, you know, you, you've heard me do enough shows where I've delivered, by the way, I'm writing a, an ebook on, on on Islam in America. I'm working on that uh, here and there whenever I can. And uh, we're going to do some videos on it, and some other things. But the different shows that we've done are cataloged there. Uh, we're on iTunes too, by the way. Uh, but the easiest way to do it is just to go to the Dr. Sean Greener dot com, dot com. Go to the blog section or the ninja pastor, the ninja dot com. Go to the blog section. And all of the different shows are highlighted there. There's a listen page. Um, that's a great thing. You go to that super, super easy. It makes it makes it very, very easy. So point in the matter is, you know, you've heard me talk about. Islam, you know how bad it is. You, you've heard the truth. Not a bunch of hyperbole. You've heard the truth. And I've backed it up with their original documents. You know, we're not making anything up. We're not trying to make them sound worse. We're not. We're using their stuff, you know, their hadith, their, you know, all, all of their stuff, you know. the um, al-Salik, which is the Reliance of the Traveler. It's a 1,400-page 1400, 1400 document. Uh, it's very, very old. Hundreds of years old. And it it breaks down all of Islam. Well, I have that uh, in a searchable format, and I've read it. I, I think I'm working on my second and a half. I've finished it twice, and I'm working my way through it. The Quran, I've read three times for school and um, for my, my first doctorate, and then I'm reading it again now. And it's plenty bad, just like my buddy Jerry from Pennsylvania says. It's plenty bad, folks. You just read that, and you'll see that this is bad stuff. So we we have have we have we – have Islam to deal with. Yeah, they're marching and killing orders. That's all it's about. You know, well, I, I know a really nice Muslim. Well, maybe you do, but um, I'm not trusting any of them. So um, anyway, so, so we have that. Then we have the financial absolute devastation that we're in right now. You know, we're being entertained to death. We don't realize that we are. Um, it, It's kind of a, by the way, let me ask you this. Some of the different people have, have said, you know, well, what do I get if, if um if I give to your show. I used to give out cups. I think it we gave all those out. We give those out pretty quick. Um used to give out cups and a book. You know, if you gave I think it was fifty dollars, we would give you a cup and a book. But um we're working on the potential of this other thing. It's a gold thing. And it's a card and it has this gold ingot on it. A little gold piece on it and it's it's um kind of a neat thing. It's it's point nine 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 99.99 pure 24-yard gold, and it's worth whatever the gold price is. And so we're working on that potentially. And I don't know if you're interested in anything like that, but if you are, send me messages. Send me an email at the smgreener at gmail.com or contact me page at com or on Facebook. Uh, send me messages if you might be interested in that. You you donate money, you give to our cause here, our ministry that we do, and um, we're, we're thinking about having a custom Thing done, so that uh, you get a custom card, a Ninja Pastor card, Ninja Pastor Radio Show and Ministry card, and then you uh, there's gold in it. It's actual gold, and you can pop the gold off and trade it, and go to a K store and and trade it, in based on the price of gold, or you just accumulate them. So we're thinking about doing that. So let us know if you have any interest in that. Um, I want you to get something that's of value to you and increasing value to you. So that's what we're working on. That's the type of thing. So. We've got all these things. We've got all these things going on. We've got terrible economics right now. You're going to tell you, well, you know, we're a good lot more people are working now than ever have in the whole time, all history. You don't even know. You don't even read nothing. You're stupid. Uh, don't you read the paper? The paper says it's great, you know. You've got all these things going on. You've got, you've got uh, Obamacare is, is horrible. 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 It's a lot worse than, than than even the the people that were, um, the people that that were. Uh, well, I'll get all tied up on this. I got a lot to say today. Look, well, how do I put this? I I, I don't want to jip you. Let me let me say this. It, it's, you, I'm not happy with Sarah Palin. You support whoever you want for president, and, I, and I'm for that. I'm not going to call you names. I'm not going to do any of that stupid stuff. I'm also going to delete your crazy memes. For If they're a crazy meme for or against Donald Trump, I'm going to delete them. Uh, if it's crazy, if it's if it's respectful and you're just trying to get truth across as best you can, great. But if you're going to send me nasty Ted Cruz stuff and, and just ignorant things, salacious things, I don't have any time for that. And I delete them. But on both sides, I believe on both sides If a troop, if a, if a cruise person puts something out there that's crude and ignorant, boom, it gets deleted. It gets deleted immediately. So, you know, we have this election going on. We have all this stuff going on. You know, take a ride around where you live, where you stay at. Take a ride where you live, uh, around where you live. Look at the fields or what used to be fields. Where's our food coming from? Somebody help me with this. Where's our food coming from? China? You we know, we got Obamacare. We got we got all this stuff going on. We got Islam coming to kill us. We're inviting them and paying them to come. We've we've got vanishing landscapes. You know, I do this thing in photography. I'm I'm not a professional photographer by any stretch. Um, I'm a very very novice photographer. But if you want to see my photographs, you can. They're on um, they're on the NinjaPastor.com, and then they're also uh, they are also in on the Facebook. They're also on the Facebook. And so um, if you go there and you look at the photos, I, I photos, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. But there's a bunch of them there. And I have literally thousands. So enjoy. It's free of charge. Um, do not take them without permission. Uh, everything I do is copyrighted. So it's called a rolling copyright. So, um, you know, if you're going to make money off of it, I play, you know, cut a brother a little slack. we scraping by up in here. So anyway, the pictures I take are of vanishing landscapes. And what that is is fields and, and farms and, and older buildings and architecture when it mattered and, you know, things that feed us. And so, you know, the struggle here, the struggle that I'm, that I'm having is, you know, I'm driving and I'm seeing townhouse after townhouse, community houses, housing develop, you know, housing developments, all this stuff. I'm seeing all these things and I'm thinking to myself, you got to help me here. Um, where's our food coming from? Now, I don't, I'm not mad at all the farmers. This show's not about farmers. Um, I grew up on a farm. We didn't farm it, but Mr. Hill, a wonderful man, used to let me uh, ride in his tractor with him. He let me drive it a few times. Don't tell my mom. And I used to play in the big trucks that used to dump the corn in them and soybean and all that stuff. And and I loved it, man. I, I loved growing up on a farm. You know, we, Like I say, we didn't farm it. We weren't farmers. But, hey, I would, I would look out there at 6 o'clock in the morning, and they'd be out there plowing. And, and, and at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, they'd be out there plowing and planting, you know, harvesting and doing all what they did. I have great respect for that. And I understand that nowadays, you know what the number one problem for farms? Number one reason why farms shut down? Anybody? Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Number one reason. The number one reason is taxes, getting slammed with taxes. So when the farm gets passed on, they have in Delaware they have this terrible, terrible tax. When, when mom and dad die, uh, yep, Craig, you win. Upstate New York wins. Um, you know, mom and dad die, they leave you the farm, and, and you've got to pay taxes as though it's a it's a development. It's it's not a agriculture. It's a development. And then the other reason, the next reason is uh, overregulation. I mean, they just, they're just getting slammed. It's like the government doesn't want them to make food. Like the government doesn't want to feed us. Something is wrong there. Something is wrong there when, when that's the case. I mean, that's a problem. But the number three reason, this is going to rock your socks. I think you're going to be surprised at this. I know I was, but it made total sense, total sense. Once I knew this boy I'll tell you i i, I had to I had to admit that you know, I'm kind of stupid. The sons who inherit the farm or work on the farm, maybe my dad is still alive they're working there they can't find anyone that wants to marry a farmer. They can't find a wife. The farms are disappearing the the landscapes of farms are disappearing at such a rate and Part of it is the number three reason. The number three reason is because the farmer fellas can't find anybody to marry. I mean, that's tough. So what do they do? You know, they say, man, I got all these taxes to pay. I can't find, I got all these regulations, EPA's up my rear, uh, FDA's up my rear. I can't, I can't do anything, man. And then I can't find a wife. Why am I doing this? I'm killing myself from before sunup till, you know, the late evening. And, and I, I, uh, you know, I got no appreciation. Nobody appreciates what we do. So then, what happens? Well, they say, let me talk to a real estate person and and let me just uh let me just see what I could get for this property that I grew up on. And it's tough for them, man. They don't want to sell where they grew up. Maybe they say, hey, I'll keep a couple acres, and maybe it's a 300 acre farm. I'll, I'll sell 270. I'll just keep 30. Well, I don't know, folks. Then they put up houses, townhouses. They put up whatever, grocery stores. Like we need more grocery stores. I I'd go down every week, uh, see a good friend of mine, and um, where I where I grew up, and and I and I'm I'm telling it. This looks like, it looks like a a, a, a Commercial tone all the time, I mean, it's just no open space it's the beach, but it's it's not a peaceful place anymore. They're making it less and less pretty all the time. you know we don't need a bed bath and beyond, no offense to bed bath and beyond folks we don't need a we don't need a uh, we don't need any of that stuff, really there's plenty of stores, you know there's plenty of houses, there's plenty of stores, lots for sale. But you know what? You know, we don't want to hold back commerce. So these farmers, they sell it. They used to generate food on the land, but guess what? They don't anymore. So we've got vanishing landscapes. We've got food going away. We've got all these things. And yet, we have the bathroom blues. Why? Because 0.03% of the population is saying, well, you've got to accommodate me, or you're a racist, bigot, homophobe, transophobe, or whatever else. Good lands, people. Fighting over, I want to be able to use the little girl's room. Because today I feel like a little girl. Maybe I don't even feel like a little girl. Maybe I just want to go and use a little girl's room. Why not? I said a few weeks ago, I said, you know, I have to tell you, I, I cannot imagine how we're even having this discussion. How is this even possible, let alone it's going to happen? How is it possible? Holy shimole. So how did this most recent thing, I, I said in my open that, um, that somehow or another this has made its way into, I think, 16 states now. Did you know that? Did you have any idea? 16 states. 16. Yeah. By sending me a message here. 16? Yeah. 16. But what what made it happen on the national stage is this. Ordinance number Amending Chapters 2, 12, and 22, an ordinance amending Chapter 2 of the Charlotte City Code entitled Administration, Chapter 12 entitled Human Relations, and Chapter 22 entitled Vehicles for Hire. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Be it ordained by this. I'm reading the actual thing, by the way. I better take a sip of my Lady Grey tea. Mugro tea. I'd fit right in, right? I'd go right in and use the little girls' room because I drink Lady Gay, Lady Grey tea, Lady Gay tea. Sorry. Freudian slip. All right. So anyway, I'm reading the actual ordinance. I just want you to know this. So the mayor in in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, as if they don't have enough problems there, she decides. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna appeal to my LGBTX people. I'm gonna appeal to them. And I'm going to do this thing where they can use whatever bathroom they want because here's what's what was happening in different places. they And it was always somebody filming, uh, you know. Uh, come on. You you go to see Kim Davis of uh, uh, in Kentucky and you want her to give you a same sex uh, marriage certificate and you just happen to have a television crew or a video professional videography team there. Well, it's kind of how this is happening. uh there, you know, it's just to stir stuff up and to create it because they handle. Listen, the left manages social media and and media in general so much better than we do, so much better. You got to give them that. So anyway, so this is happening and there's videos, people being turned away. Oh, what? I can't go into the girls' bathroom. What? You know, I am a girl today. You know, you don't know nothing about me, and then they get in fights and you know all this stuff. And they just, it's just. It's, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. So anyway, be it ordained. Ready? I'm going to, have to drop some truth on you. See if you like it. Be it ordained by the... By the way, let me just say this. Let me interrupt myself. Don't blame me if you have a headache by the time I'm finished, because I read all this stuff today. I read all this stuff today, and I'm telling you I was so appalled I couldn't believe it. But, I, but even more, I shook my head and I said, you know, how is this? How is this that this is, as some of my more trendy friends say, how is this a thing? So this is a thing, right? No, it, it, it is. It is a real thing. And it's. It's appalling is what it is. So be it ordained by the city council of the city of Charlotte, North Carolina, Section 1, Article 5 of Chapter 2 of the Charlotte City Code is amended as follows. Section 2-151, Policy Statement. It is the policy of the city. Somebody said you, somebody sent me a message. You need to do this in a southern accent. All right, let's see if I can do North Carolina. It is the policy of the city not to enter into a contract with any business firm that has discriminated in the solicitation, selection, hiring, or treatment of vendors, suppliers, subcontractors, or commercial customers on the basis of race, gender, religion, national origin, ethnicity, age, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, or disability, or on the basis of any, other, any otherwise unlawful use of characteristics regarding such vendors, suppliers, or commercial customers, employees, or owners in connection with a city contract or solicitation, provided that nothing in this commercial non-discrimination policy shall prohibit or limit otherwise lawful efforts to remedy the effects of discrimination that has occurred or is occurring in the marketplace. Did you catch all that? I know my southern accent was probably dazzling you, but let me just say this. That's a lot of stuff to not discriminate. By the time you don't discriminate for all that, you're discriminating against who? Let me read them off again. Because they say this on the basis of race, gender, religion. First of all, they don't care about Christians. Obviously, Christians aren't in that list of religion race white people i'm sorry unless you're gay lesbian transgender x which just means gender you general neutral you don't even i don't have to say what i am national origin hey if you're an illegal alien hey so what ethnicity doesn't matter what color you are age marital status familial status sexual orientation gay lesbian gay race, whatever gender identity whatever you are Whatever you say you are, today I self-identify as gender expression, how you look. Gender expression and gender identity can change anytime you want, by the way. Anytime you want. Oh, thank you, Andrea. I sure do appreciate that. North Carolina is very near and dear to my heart. I darn near moved there one time. Done a lot of training down there with the Special Forces folks. So... uh you know, I mean, look, man, that list is long. So Section 2-152, purpose and intent. It is the intent of the city to avoid becoming a passive participant. I want you to hear this. I'm going to read it slow. A passive participant in private sector commercial discrimination by refusing to procure goods and services from business firms that discriminate in the solicitation, selection, hiring, and treatment of vendors, suppliers, subcontractors, or commercial customers on the basis of race, gender, religion. Oh, Here we go. What? This is, folks, this is the same list. This is the same stinking insidious list. Race, gender, religion, national origin, ethnicity, age, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression or disability in connection with city contacts, contracts or solicitations by providing a procedure for receiving, investigating, resolving complaints of discrimination involving city contracts or solicitations. So you might be wondering to yourself, "Now what exactly you say to yourself, "Self, what exactly is discrimination?" Ah, man, that tea is good. That tea is good, raw honey, raw, local honey. To help me out of the juice. What is discrimination? People are people are sending me, you know. Well, what is it? Well, it defines it. Section two dash one fifty three definitions for purpose. This is real, by the way. I'm not making this. This is not a bit. This is not a bit. This is this this is for real. I'm reading this verbatim. For purposes of this article, the following terms have the meanings indicated unless the context clearly requires a different meaning. Well, discrimination, well, it means any disadvantage. I'm sorry, I get so nervous when I'm reading on air. Difference, distinction, or preference in a solicitation, selection, hiring or treatment of a vendor, supplier, subcontractor or commercial customer with the basis on the basis of race, gender, religion, national origin, ethnicity, age, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, what, gender identity, gender expression or disability or on the basis of any otherwise unlawful use of the characteristics regarding such vendors, suppliers or commercial customers employees Or owners in connection with the city contract or solicitation, provided that nothing in this definition or article shall prohibit or limit otherwise lawful efforts to remedy the effects of discrimination that has occurred or is occurring in the marketplace. Did you catch all that? Did you? I mean, come on. You guys, I mean, you're feeling this, right? I mean, this is the real deal. This is the real deal this is this is really what it is, and this is how they started and this is the broad stroke, the super broad stroke and And I guess Christians and Catholics, unless you're a gay Christian. Or a gay Catholic? I guess. I guess we really don't need to. Uh, we we don't really have anything to complain about, do we? We we don't have anybody. Any. I mean, what are we going to complain about? You see what I'm saying? It, it's it's. This is the real deal. This is the real deal, folks. They've created a list that is so extraordinarily long. How do you even keep up with this? All of these different things. How do you even keep up with it? I mean, for real. I'm, I'm trying to be real here with you. I'm trying to i'm trying to I'm asking you look at the list and tell me I mean how in the world how in the world do you do it? The list is so long it's impossible to to even manage. It's impossible to manage. mandatory. This is section two. I'll tell you what, let's go to commercial and um, and then we'll come back and I'll, I'll, I'll give you some more of this. And I think you're I think you're going to like this next part. It might be your favorite part. Probably will be. Maybe maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Maybe you won't like it. We'll see. I'll give you a chance.
0: We will be back with Dr. Sean, the Ninja Pastor, after these short messages.
1: Hey listeners, let me tell you something really quick. Listen, if you own a gun, not even if you carry a gun, not even if you have a concealed carry permit, but if you own a gun, you need to listen up. You need to get a pen, you need to get paper, something. You need to click into your notes and your smartphone and, and take this number down. First of all, the first number is... 20630. Don't worry, I'll repeat it. 20630. Listen, you have the right to defend yourself and your loved ones and your home. All of that stuff is true. You know it is. But the moment you pull the trigger or pull your gun you are at risk for devastating legal and financial consequences. You know, you can be arrested. You can be jailed. You can be sued. You can be fired. You can be bankrupted. Even when you've legally and justifiably used a gun in self-defense. You don't have to let this happen to you. Just call Second Call Defense. That number you want is 20630. Listen, it's going to get you a whole month free. 20630. I'll give you the number in a second. You're going to enjoy, listen, when you become a member, you're going to enjoy peace of mind of having immediate and comprehensive legal and financial protection at your fingertips the moment you pull your gun, the moment you pull a trigger, no matter where you are in the United States. You just make two calls. Your first call should always be to 911 to request an ambulance and law enforcement. And listen, we'll tell you exactly what to do, what to say, how to say it. Your second call should be the second call defense. Listen, we've got your back. It's complete legal protection for armed self-defense, and it is fully endorsed by the NRA. It's fully backed by the NRA insurance program. Folks, you've got to have this coverage. I have the Cadillac protection, which is the ultimate coverage, and I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. People say, well, I've got homeowner's coverage. That'll protect me. I've got an umbrella policy, civil liability policy. No, no, it won't. In fact, it's specifically excluded. You say, well, I'll get a public, a public defender. They'll keep me out of jail. No, they won't. First of all, usually public defenders are from liberal colleges and liberal law schools. They hate guns. They hate people that carry guns. And they're, they don't understand uh, lethal force to start with. They're overworked. They're underpaid. Is that what you want to bet your freedom on? Is that what you want to bet your financial future on? That? Are you kidding me? 877 502 SecondCallDefense.org. You want to give them this number, 20630. That's a Ninja Pastor's number. You give them that, they're going to give you a free month. Go to God and Country Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. Uh, there's a place where you can sign up you know, you know, sign up by the means of putting in your information for the show Uh, to follow this show but there's links on there once you do that or on that page there's a link there and that will show you exactly where to go you click on that link go get all kinds of information there are no contracts you're not locked in and once you get your money back your free uh, month back they they never come back and take it back this is the best coverage out there trust me I've researched it all
0: join today welcome back to the collision of faith and politics here again is Dr. Sean.
1: Well, you know, here we are. I told you. I told you it's going to be back. I didn't lie. Section 2-166 Mandatory Non-Discrimination Contract Clause. Every contract and subcontract shall contain a non-discrimination clause. That reads substantially as follows. As a condition of entering into this agreement, the company represents and warrants that it will fully completely, uh, I'm sorry, fully comply with the city's commercial non-discrimination policy. Remember, we just said that, as described in Section 2, Article 5 of the City Code, and consents to be bound by the award of any arbitration conducted thereunder. As part of such compliance, the company shall not discriminate, here we go again, this long list, basis of race, gender, religion, national or, origin, ethnicity, age, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, or disability in the solicitation, selection, hiring, or treatment of subcontractors, vendors, suppliers, or commercial customers in blah, 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 blah. My goodness, man. I said I was going to read this verbatim, but it's, it's crushing. It's crushing. So let me see if I can't skip to bid requirements. So, okay, here's another section, section two, 167, contractor bid requirements. There's a lot of requirements there, but one of the sections re- restates this, uh, the whole list. And then you know, another section says you're going to get disqualified for uh, a, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of people, uh, you know, are going to get disqualified for at least two years, if not forever. You agree to a bunch of stuff. And then, um, and then here you go. So, let's see here. It's, again, they repeat the same paragraph over and over. So, it. All right, here we go. Prohibited acts. You ready? Section three, twelve fifty eight. Now, I want you to note the contradiction. Okay, I'm going to read two here, and I want you to note the contradiction. See if you pick up on it. Wow, well, I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to give you the whole deal here because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um I feel very much like I just want you to see. I, I know you'll get it. I know you'll get it. Section 3 Article 3 of Chapter 2 of the Charlotte City Code is amended as follows. Section 12-58 Prohibited Acts. And no you don't have to cover your ears because it's not I'm not going to like talk about what they do and all cuz I don't really want to know what they do. Ah, man, that tea is good, right? So anyway. All right, here we go. It shall be unlawful to deny any person the full and equal enjoyment of the goods, services, facilities, privileges, advantages, and accommodations of a place of public accommodation because of race, color, religion, sex, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, or national origin. Okay, subsection B. It shall be unlawful to make, print, circulate, post, mail, or otherwise cause to be published, a statement. Now, hold on. Let me press pause. I'm getting messages. Let me see here. I'm getting messages here. Okay. All right. So I'm getting messages here asking me, is this for real, and where can I find this? Look, I'm telling you, I'm reading you the same thing I downloaded not from somebody's blog. I went right to the city. I went right to the city, downloaded it, you know, the whole deal. So this is it. This is really what it is. And so I just got a, a message saying, you're. it sounds like you're going to tell me I can't put up a sign. I can't mail a sign. I can't ask somebody to put up a sign. I can't do an advertisement that's related to this. I can't do any, 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 anything that relates to a sign about this. Okay, so you're ready. I'm going to read this, so folks that keep sending me these messages, just hang in there. It shall be unlawful to make, print, circulate, post, mail, or otherwise cause to be published a statement, advertisement, or sign, which indicates that the full and equal enjoyment of the goods, services, facilities, privileges, advantages, and accommodations of a place of public accommodation will be refused, withheld from, or denied any person because of race, color, religion, sex, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender, identity. (sighs) gender expression, or national origin, or that any person's patronage of or presence at a public accommodation is objectionable, unwelcome, unacceptable, or undesirable because of race, color, religion, or national origin, provided, however, this section does not apply to, private club, to a private club or other establishment not, in fact, open to the public. Now, here we go. Let me take another drink. I'm very thirsty. Drink a little coconut oil. How many of you do that? Anybody drink use coconut oil? Um, I'm trying. I'm trying. So okay. I don't know if you caught this. I'm not sure if you caught this, but well, let's just see. Look, you can't make a sign. You cannot make a sign. You can't make a public – look, you can't say, look, because of your race, your color, religion, sex, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, or national origin, or any other person's – or that any other person's patronage of or presence at a place of a public accommodation is objectionable, unwelcome, unacceptable, or undesirable because of race, color, religion, or national origin. Now, do you note – now, this isn't the huge thing, but this is part of it. They did not repeat that long list you know, the one that I struggle to breathe through. They didn't bring that long list the second time through. What they did was, or undesirable because of race, color, religion, or national origin, provided, however, this section does not apply to a private club or other establishment not, in fact, open to the public. So, okay, so if you're open to the public, number one, you can't say, you can't put a sign up, you can't cause a sign to be up, you can't do an advertisement saying, look, If you're a white, Sean Greener-looking dude, um, look, you're just – if you're white or you're purple or or light tan, religion, national origin, any of these things, this doesn't apply to you. But what about the list that was before? What, What about that? What about that? What about that? Why? Why do you think that is? Is that a trick? Do we think that maybe that is a um, a little hook in there? Do we think? Possibly? But it doesn't apply to a private club. Let me ask you this. What about Augusta? You know, the big fancy golf club. What about Augusta? Oh, they're getting sued. They're getting sued left and right. There's all kinds of pending lawsuits. They lose every time. But they have to spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, to say, hey, this is what we are. All right, you ready for this? This is Section 1259. I told you, a dear friend of mine uh, pointed this out to me, and um, I don't know. I don't know. It jumped out at me. Let's see if it jumps out at you. You ready? Section 1259. Now, I, I want to just remind you that um, in this particular case, and, and this is important to to realize this. This is important to realize this. They're tricky when they do laws. It's also very, very tricky to realize this very, Strong fact. This is really, 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 really uh, a, a really huge fact. But I'm going to say this: this is the Charlotte law, not law ordinance. Might as well be a law. This is this is the actual ordinance that started all of this. Are right, you ready? section 1259 12-59 just for fun You ready? Subsection This is prohibited sex discrimination. Now don't don't worry. It's it's cool. Subsection A It shall be unlawful to deny a person because of sex the full and equal enjoyment of goods, services, facilities, privileges, advantages, or accommodations of a restaurant, hotel, or motel. Subsection B This section Shall not apply to the following. You ready? You ready? Shall not apply to the following. In your mind, bold that and make it blink. My really super smart friend uh, read this today, and it was powerful. I mean, it was just huge. It was huge. I picked up on some of it, but not this. I did not pick up on this. Subsection B. This section shall not apply to the following. Now, let's, just for a second, let's go back. It, you can't deny a person because of sex. The full and equal. Now, this is poorly written. Let's just be honest. Because of sex. What do you mean about sex? What about sex? How they have sex? Faces they make? Sounds they make? Clothes they wear? Don't wear? How they smell? What are we talking about here? Because of sex. Their gender? Are we using that term? Are we just now we switched it to sex? The type of sex they have? Are they gay? Are they straight? Are they lesbian? Do they not say? Are they unclear? Very poorly written. Very ambiguous, I would say. So let me ask you this. Do you think this was done on purpose? Well, maybe so. Let's see what this next section says. This section shall not apply to the following. Restrooms, shower rooms, bathhouses, and similar facilities, which are in their nature, distinctly private. Okay. okay. You guys catch that, right? Did I read this too fast or... Maybe I'll go back and read it again. Subsection A. I'll read it all together. It shall be unlawful to deny a person because of sex, the full and equal enjoyment of goods, services, facilities, privileges, advantages, or accommodations of a restaurant, hotel, or motel. This section shall not apply to the following. Restrooms, shower rooms, bathhouses, similar facilities, which are in their nature distinctly private. So it doesn't apply to bathrooms. You catch that, right? This is not just me talking into this little crazy-looking thing they call a it microphone, it's you're telling me that it doesn't apply to bathrooms. It doesn't apply to where you would take showers. Like, of course, in a place, you know, you, you exercise, you do whatever, you go in the shower. So you know what? Uh, let me ask you this. Just to, you know, women are all the time in the uh, – women are all the time, women reporters are all the time going into the locker room at sports events. They're all the time doing it. <laughs> I mean, I just it blows my mind. They go in there, they're in it. The dude's in a towel. The other guy's coming out of the shower. Well, this makes this says no. It doesn't apply to this. Hey, you're a girl, and I'm and I'm a dude. Or uh, let me ask you this. I'll just put this out there. I don't know. Somebody else probably brought it up. So what about women's sports? How about softball? How about professional basketball? How about soccer? Can I go? I'm a a reporter. I'm a public person. I go in there. I say, hey, ladies, I'm going to interview you about the game. You know? Hey, don't snap me with that towel. I have feelings. You know? So that says I can't go in there. Well, why can't I? The women go in there. The women do it all the time. I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I just struggle with this. I, I really, really struggle with it. And I'll tell you what else too. And this is, this is one of those things that, that uh, I think you, you just, you almost can't argue with. You almost can't argue with it. I, so I'm going to walk in. I'm six, almost six foot four, two hundred forty five, two hundred fifty pounds. I'm going to walk into a women's restroom. Or a women's shower room. Well, not not in, in Charlotte. I'm not going to do it. Because it says right here: restrooms, shower rooms, bathhouses, or some Now, far far as bathhouses, bathhouses. Ha
0: ha ha! Bathhouses.
1: <laughs> Come on, we know what goes on in bathhouses, and it ain't just baths. Similar facilities, you, 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 restrooms, shower rooms, bath houses similar facilities, which are in their nature distinctly private. You know what's distinctly private? When I go, hey ladies, when I go to the restroom, that's distinctly private. That's distinctly private. Look, I'm using the facilities. Ain't nobody supposed to come in there. My own family knows. Don't knock on the door. Don't talk me through the door. Don't. You know, that's why they have locks and loud fans and all that stuff. That's my own private thing. I'm in there doing my business and I don't hey, we close, but we ain't that close. I don't share that mess with nobody. And certainly not anybody of of the opposite sex. You're right, Steve, Steve from Ohio. We are recreating the Roman Empire and we know what happened with that. So, the next uh, YMCA, these are also uh doesn't apply. YMCA which is the Young Men's Christian Association, YWCA, Young Women's Christian Association. I thought it was just the Y, but apparently we're over that. Uh, and similar types of dormitory lodging facilities, a private club or other establishment not, in fact, open to the public. Section 4, Article 2 of Chapter 22 of the Charlotte City Code is amended as follows. And, and this, this cracks me up that they went this far. It really blew my mind that they went this far, and that is this. Section 2231, 22-31, conduct of certificate holders, permit holders, drivers. This is what they did, subsection A. No company operating certificate holder... Vehicle operating permit holder or driver shall refuse or neglect to transport any person on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, or national origin. In addition, no company operating certificate holder, vehicle operating permit holder, or driver shall refuse or neglect to transport any person on the basis of disability, when such service can be provided to a person with a disability with a reasonable accommodation. Now, let me say this. After I take a sip, I'm going to take a sip of my tea. Good old Southern tea. Actually, it's not Southern tea. It's British tea, but whatever. Oh, man, that's good. I don't think anybody here is saying... You know what I get too much of when I'm driving my cab? Them handicaps. Them handicapped people, I don't have no time for it. I don't. I don't have no time for it. I'm just sick to death of it. Sick to death of it, i tell you. I don't want no parts of it. I'm downright tired of it. I, I These handicapped people come up in here all the time. And I'll tell you right now, I don't want to, I don't, I just, I don't want them to weird me out. Handicapped people, fellow with the leg braces and whatnot. He gets on my nerves. He just gets right straight on my nerves. (laughs) To me, to me, I don't think there's a whole lot of people doing that. And I'll tell you what else, too. I don't think there's a lot of people saying, hey, you look gay. You look gay to me. Although this is interesting. This is interesting. It just occurred to me. Muslim drivers very regularly say they won't drive certain people. You don't hear the Christians that are drivers, professional drivers, saying, "Mm, I'm not going to take that Muslim. I just don't think I'm going to take them today. No, you don't see that. You don't see handicapped people being denied. People people help people, especially southern people. I'll just tell you that right now. Southern people, they'll, they'll go out of their way to help people. They go out of their way to help people. And I think it's amazing. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I think it's a beautiful thing. But I, I have to tell you, You need to understand something very, very, very important here. It isn't about the handicapped person. It isn't about the married person. I'm married to a woman. Woman's married to me. I'm a woman married to a man. No, it isn't about I'm a brother, familial status. Um, You know, I'm I'm adopted. Uh, I'm a foster kid. It's not I'm a I'm a uh, a follower of the way or a Jew. It's not I'm a I'm a yellow I'm a black I'm a I'm a white I'm a yeller. I'm extra tan today. Uh, I don't think I don't think they even stop them. I don't think they even stop them. Gender identity. I don't even think they stop them for that. They don't go hey man, you got an Adam's apple.
0: What do you mean I have an Adam's apple? What are you kidding me? That's gender discrimination.
1: I don't think they're doing it. I don't think even gender expression. Look, somebody gets in the car. I, I don't get in the car. Here, here's what I do. I just you may be different than me. I don't know. Maybe you are. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Well, maybe, Captain Obvious. I don't get in a cab like I've been. In, New York City whole bunch of times. I know, Buckeye's mad. Somebody just sent me a message. The Buckeye is mad. The Buckeye's fired up, going to tear somebody up. She doesn't like all this mess. It just drives her crazy. just seems so much simpler to her. Ball is life. Life is ball. That's all. Anything outside of that, she's like, my concern, feed me. That'd be good. Look, you know, I don't get in a cab and say, Hey, you know, I'm dressed as a man. I got man clothes on. I got man shirt on, all this stuff. You know, I got a beard and all that. I'm almost 6'4", about 250 pounds. I don't get in the vehicle and go, hey, how y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, guess what? Today I am identifying as a woman. Yes, I am a big, proud woman. Mm-hmm you going to drive me wherever I want to go. You're going to drive me. you driving Mr. Daisy. I mean Miss Daisy. I mean Daisy. Hey. I don't get in the cab and do that unless I know the driver. You know, so I'm sure I'm not going to hurt his feelings or her feelings. I mean, look, I'm not going to get in the cab and talk about my gender expression. Folks, look, if you're almost 6'4 and 250 pounds with a beard, folks is going to know. <laughs> They're going to know. This bill ain't written for them. I'm just trying to tell somebody. You better testify. Yeah, I'm testifying right now. National origin. I love that one. National origin. They throw that in. Where are you from? Um, I'm from, I am from Ireland. Oh, get out. We don't carry no Irish. Where are you from? I'm from Great Britain. Thank you. No, we don't do that. Where are you from? Pakistan. Well, get out. I don't like any Pakis. But you know what? I've written. I, I don't know how many cabs I've ridden in in my lifetime, or limousines or whatever. I've had Pakistani drivers. I've had Moroccan drivers. I've had. Uh, I've had uh, African of uh, almost. Look, the Republic of Chad, Congo. Um, all over the place. I've had Mozambique. I had a guy from Mozambique, if you can believe that. Mozambique. I've had Irish Lives Matter, hashtag. Uh, I've had uh, I had a guy one time. He told me where he was from. He was from, oh, I can't remember. It was just the most obscure place. And I was like, how did you get a driver's license? How long have you been here? You know? And I never once said, no, I'm not riding with you. Now, there's some that I rode with that I got out of the cab going, never again. Their, their face was seared all my memory because they were horrible. I'll say this about New York City. I've ridden a lot of cabs in New York City all different times of the year, over the years. I've only a few times I've ever been a little bit nervous. For the most part, I'm not nervous at all. Uh, you know, they know how to get through there. But here's the thing. I mean, here's the really, really, really serious thing here. It isn't about all that other stuff. They put that in there to make them sound good. The bottom line is gender expression and gender identity. They say if you want to go in and say you're whatever, then you do whatever you want. Go in whatever bathroom you want. Go in whatever bathroom you want, man. You don't have to say you're a boy or a girl or anything. You're a boy, you want to go in the the women's bathroom. First of all, I'm going to tell you something. They say, was just because someone is transgender? That does not mean that does not mean that they're like a criminal or mentally ill. Well, first of all, let me lay this on you, not to be crude, but if you're a dude and you want to cut your junk off, there's a problem there. Now, you may say, look, I've got, I've got a lot of women's uh, hormones raging around in me. Hey, man, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. There's got to be something going on for you to want to go, you know what I think I'm going to do today? I'm going to cut my junk off. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go right ahead and do that. Every guy that, that that is alive on this planet that's a real dude is saying right now, ain't no way, dude. But let's say let's say you do that. Let's say you do that, and you have the $150,000, dollars $300,000 required to do these surgeries, just for the surgery, folks. That's not the treatment. These are expensive operations. How are these people doing it? Big money. It's painful. It's it's long. It's all this stuff. And you say to me, or the left says, "Well, they're they're not going to harm your child. Your child is not going to be harmed, really." Because when I read my Bible, if I'm sitting on the park bench and I'm reading my Bible, and you go by on your on your uh your girl's bike, and you go riding by with a little basket on the front. And you and you you go rolling by and you catch a glimpse of what you think might be a bible. Oh, I'm making a complaint. I'm calling someone. Bible thumper. I'm not preaching. I'm not I'm not banging on the bible. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm just reading my bible. I'm at the workplace. I'm going to lunch. I'm trying to eat my tater tots and my Salisbury steak. And I'm just trying to get my lunch down and I'm trying to read my scriptures. To bathe me in something good while I'm at lunchtime, and you catch a glimpse of it and you go make a complaint, talking about I don't feel like I should have to see that. You let a Muslim go to work someday. Let a female let a let a let a, a hijab wearing Muslim go to work someday and whip out their uh their uh, their Quran. I I guarantee you, ain't nobody making a complaint about them. Why? I'll tell you why. Because they're afraid you're going to come back and cut their neck, just like their Quran says to do. Now, that's just straight up for real. Like it or not? You let me go ahead and say, for my Christian, I can't do it. I can't, I can't give you this or that. Now, I'm going to give you a caveat here, and it's just for fun. I've said it a thousand times. I don't know how many radio shows I've done over the last three years and then before that as a, as a guest. I, I'm just telling you, I've said it so many times. I don't care who you crawl up in the bed with. I don't care. You know what it is? None my business and it's none my interest. I don't care. You've got to answer to nature and nature's God. You've got to deal with that. That's your thing. That's your thing. But this whole gender expression thing, let me just say this to you. Look, if you come up to me, and you obviously are a dude, you're obviously a dude, and you say to me, um, today I'm expressing myself as um, Angela. I was Andy yesterday, but today I'm Angela. You can verbally express it. Technically speaking, you can verbally express it any way you want. doesn't require surgery. Gender identity, gender expression doesn't require surgery. Doesn't require surgery. So you be whatever. Today, I'm going to do this. Today, I'm going to do that. You want me, it's 0.03% of the population. You want me to accommodate you. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. You want me to accommodate you. In America, all across America, I don't know, last week I think the show was 600 and some thousand people all, all over the place. You've got to be kidding me, folks. Of all the people I talk to in speeches and all these different things I do, all these people I talk to, they tell me, I don't care. But I don't. You go in your house. You do your thing. Shut the door. You want to share the bathroom with your buddies and your whoever, your sister, your brother, whatever. Do your thing, man. It ain't my thing. Do your thing. You do your thing, i do mine. But don't come in my bathroom at, uh, all up in the Target now. Target's—I'll tell you right now. Target. First of all, they don't want you carrying a—they uh, don't want you carrying a gun in there. If you're a legal permit holder, that's why I stop shopping at Target. They can keep their stuff. They can keep their stuff. Target's not a bad store either. That's what the sad thing of it is. It's not a bad store. Not my favorite, but it's not a bad one. They don't want me carrying a gun. They're against guns. I—I I mean concealed. I am a gun concealed. And then what else did they do? They did something else big. I can't remember what that was. I, I forgot that by now. But they did something, and it was like, oh, they really they really want to be on the leading edge of stupid stuff. I know my buddy Steve's probably typing it out right now. He's probably sending me a message saying, oh, it was this. But look, you go in there, you wear whatever you want to wear. Um, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings does the same for CCW. They don't allow it. Uh, I know a guy that owns nine or 13 of them and uh there's no signs on his door. So, I don't know, you know, I don't I don't know what their policy is, but I can tell you Target. They Excuse me. They want to be on the leading edge. And then we call that a leading edge, we, that's not in my opinion a leading edge. They said no, you can't come in here with a gun. Concealed, you don't even know. Look, I go play I go to the beach and I'm armed. And I'm wearing a a, a swimsuit. Now, it's not, you know, of course, you know anything I wear I make sexual I make sexier, you know. Oh, oh. oh. But, you know, I'm not wearing some small kind of thing, but I'm also not wearing a hijab. And I'm always carrying. Always. Brother, don't go nowhere without a piece. No way. No way. Not in this world. You've got to be out of your mind. you got to be out of your mind, man. But you do what you want to do. But I can't go into Target and spend my money there because I have a concealed carry permit. Nope. As soon as they put that out there, buh-bye. Buh-bye. I'm out. So, look, I'm saying to you, I don't care about your gender identity. I don't care about your gender expression. I don't care what the color you are, what number you are in the family. I don't care if you're adopted. I don't care. You're married to a man, and you're a man. Married to a woman, you're a woman. I don't care. I don't care if you you have uh, sister wives, if you have multiple wives. I don't care. Even if you have brother husbands. I don't care. I don't care. Live your life. Do your thing. The Bible says what it says. You can argue with it. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to make it available to you. And you, What you do with it is up to you. You have to answer for your stuff. I have to answer for mine. My job is just to tell you, not to convince you. I'm not going to throw rocks at you. In fact, if somebody's throwing rocks at you, I'm the first one to jump in front and say, go ahead and throw another rock. See how that rolls. I don't make fun of them. I don't do anything. You, you say, well, you're making fun of them today. Look, <laughs> Uh, black comedians, I have a good friend of mine, black comedian, makes fun of white people all the time. He says, man, it's fun. Why don't people laugh at that? I make fun of black people. I make fun of white people. He, This is my buddy. He's a black comedian, makes fun of white people, makes fun of black people. He says, I make fun of everybody, gay, straight, white, black, whatever. It's funny. It's not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. But somehow or another, we have some different sensibility. Gay people or gender expressionless or gender identity lists, or whatever, whatever, whatever it is. They want to make fun of us and throw rocks at us, but we can't say, hey, man, that's just odd, dude. I don't have to agree with what you do and how you live. I'm not, I'm not, this is diversity, all those things, because that's what's diversity to them, to the left, race, color, religion, sex, marital status, familial status, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, national origin. That is diversity to them. And the only time diversity is good is if you are gender identity, gender expression, uh, gay married, or gay. Or, or nothing. You're, you're nothing. You're ex. That's what's there. You know They throw disability in because everybody feels sorry about the disabled guy. Let me tell you something. I'm disabled. And I can tell you right now, they don't feel sorry for the disabled guy. If I'm going, God forbid I ever go to a mall, but if I go to a mall and I've got my crutches and I've got my canes and I'm going along, guess what? They don't give a rip. They do not give a rip. People don't step out of your way. They don't care anymore. They don't care. So people are sending me messages. Is this effective? Yes. April 1st, 2015. Now, when I read that, I thought April Fool's. No, nope, it's not April Fool's because it goes on. There's other parts to it. But those are the big parts. So, remember I said 58 and 59, 12-58, 12-59. They, they completely contradict one another. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How about blowback? How much blowback is there really? Because I'm going to tell you, Christians and uh, and regular folk, I'm just going to tell you right now. It doesn't seem like, compared people on uh, the Facebook are talking about, there's over 400,000 signatures on this thing there. Uh, we're fighting it. We're fighting Target. I'm not going to fight Target to use the store. Guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to shop there. There's none that Target I can't get somewhere else where they allow me uh, the peace to to, to be myself. I never once walked into Target and said, man, there's a gay-looking dude over there. Well, that dude looks like he's transgender. That dude look. What do I care? Yeah, that's right, Steve. Whose credit card files got hacked after Black Friday a few years ago? So anyway, David Graham, David A. Graham of The Atlantic, you know, I asked about blowback. Well... Durham, North Carolina, this is the dateline here. The North Carolina General Assembly called lawmakers back to Raleigh on Wednesday for a special session. The reason wasn't a pressing budget crisis, a natural disaster, or a court mandated restricting that happened last month. Instead, legislators t- returned to the State House to overrule a local ordinance in Charlotte banning discrimination against LGBT people. A bill written for that purpose passed Wednesday evening and was signed by Governor Pat McCrory. A Republican. In the House, every Republican and 11 Democrats, 11 Democrats, backed the bill. Every Republican and 11 Democrats backed the bill. In the Senate, Democrats walked out when a vote was called, resulting in a 32 to 0 passage by Republicans. The law not only overturns Charlotte's ban, it also prevents any local governments from passing their own non-discrimination ordinances Mandates that students in the state schools use bathrooms corresponding to the gender on their birth certificate. And prevents cities from enacting minimum wages higher than the state's. Look, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't know where that came from. That was out of the middle of nowhere. I'm not sure I I totally and completely understand that. Honestly, I I really don't. How do you throw in minimum wages? They snuck that in, right? We're going to prevent them from enacting minimum wages higher than the state's. Is it a smart thing? Yes, but pfft, I don't – what's that got to do with it? It's a rider. It's a stupid thing, and a bill has nothing to do with anything. So that's it. I mean, that's Durham, North Carolina, you know, pretty pretty, uh, pretty diverse place. It's not like Asheville, but still pretty diverse, pretty liberal. But she's simply stating, look, students in the state schools use bathrooms corresponding to their gender on their birth certificate. Makes sense. Your boy, boy. You don't go in. The, if I had a daughter in high school right now, I don't want you going in there. But you know what? Santee High uh, High School Education Complex. I think you call it Santee, S-A-N-T-E-E. There's there's videos on YouTube where the Gay and Lesbian Alliance, there, their little group, got 700 signatures. Guess what? Now they have a bathroom. Doesn't matter. And it's a multi-person bathroom. It's not just one person. You close and lock the door. No, it's a it's a regular bathroom that, that has a sign that says everybody's welcome. And they're doing this YouTube video where they're videoing they All getting along. Hey, we love each other. What's up? You got to go? I got to go. Woo, that's male. What'd you have to eat last night? Got law it. You know, there's no business for that. That's a private thing. Privacy is important. And why do you want to be in my bathroom anyway? If you're a girl, you don't belong in my bathroom. And I don't belong in yours. So here's how the General Assembly of uh, man time has flown. Here's how the General Assembly of North Carolina responded. General Assembly of North Carolina, second extra session, 2016, H1 House Bill 2. Uh, this is the it's referred to as the Public Facilities Privacy and Securities Act. This is Facilities Privacy and Security Act. Uh, representatives the people who were sponsoring this were Bishop Stam, Howard, and Steinberg or Steinberg Steinberg I think it is. Primary sponsors, and there's a complete list of sponsors. If you go to the North Carolina General Assembly website, you can all – and you go to the date, March twenty third, 2016. A bill to be – now, I'm just reading this verbatim. A bill to be entitled, an act to provide – this is the one everybody's fighting. They're saying, look, this is, this is in response to the Charlotte bill that I just I, I just read and read and read and read and read and read. Uh, wore, just about wore you out reading this bill, right? I read it verbatim. Uh, This is the bill in response to that, the state, that says, oh, no, you didn't. Whereas, okay, let me me read the the first part. An act to provide for single-sex, multiple-occupancy bathroom and changing facilities in schools and public agencies and to create statewide consistency in regulation of employment and public accommodations. Now, let me say this really, really quick. Newcastle. County, Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, and Newark, Delaware, you're not allowed to buy a stun gun. There's other places, but I'm just picking that. Delaware's a small state, it's one area code, three counties. Second smallest state in the nation, next to it, Rhode Island. So, you, my question for you is this I just want to lay this on you. Does that make any sense? Does that make any sense? You know what I've called all of them? Because I sell them. I belong to this sort of thing. called damsel in defense. Not just for damsels. It's for dudes. And we sell non-lethal stuff and, and uh, all really, really good stuff. And some of the things we sell are really, really awesome uh, stun guns. So if you don't want to carry a gun or you carry a gun and you want to augment that, this is what you have. This is what we do. So, you, you know, it just blows my mind. You can make some arbitrary thing. Well, you can't carry that. You can't have that in that area, but you can whatever else, you know, whatever, but you can't have that. It's arbitrary. So this law is saying we're dealing with this specific thing because why do we have to do this? We had to do this because Charlotte, ultra-liberal southern city run by an ultra-liberal mayor who has designs on being one of the most liberal um, governors, wants to run for governor and become the most liberal governor in the South. Whereas the North Carolina Constitution directs the General Assembly to provide for the organization and government of all cities and counties and to give cities and counties such powers and duties as the General Assembly deems advisable in Section 1 of Article uh, 7 of the North Carolina Constitution. Oh, by the way, that makes a difference. The Constitution, what it says, both state, Center for Self-Governance, they're doing classes. They're online classes. And if you go to, go to my website, you'll find the link there, TheNinjaPastor.com. Go there, click on that, the link for Center for Self-Governance. You click on your state, you'll see what they're having. They have online classes and everything. It's really amazing. But one of the things they're doing is state constitutions. They, they, they tell you exactly what's in there. They explain it to you. Well, that's important. The, the, the state constitution is important, and, and as well uh, the, the, the country's constitution, those things are important. Whereas the North Carolina Constitution reflects the importance of statewide laws related to commerce by prohibiting the General Assembly from enacting local acts, regulating labor, trade, mining, or manufacturing in Section 24 of Article 2 of the North Carolina Constitution, and whereas the General Assembly finds that laws and obligations consistent Statewide for all businesses, organizations, and employers doing business in the state will improve interstate commerce. And whereas the General Assembly finds the laws, obligations consistent statewide for all businesses, organizations, and employers doing business in the state benefit the businesses, organizations, and employers seeking to do business in the state and attracts new business, organizations, and employers to the state. Now, therefore, now let me just make a quick, quick, um, just a quick observation. And you can take this for what it's worth. I'm 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 just saying that that this is just me. I'm just this is Sean Greener, the ninja pastor talking here. You know, don't you think that, that should be what the job does, uh, what the job is of the state? You know the job of the president is to keep us safe. The job of the governor is to, you know, executive, be an executive, run things, keep the people safe. Do whatever you can to keep crime down. You just make it run smoothly. But you know what? He's got to make it hospitable for businesses. You know why? Businesses hire people. Organizations come in. They hire people. Employers hire people. They, they, generate, they generate money. They, they do these things. This is what they do. And, and look, if you don't have businesses and individuals, employers, small or large, you don't have them in your state, guess what you're not going to have? You're not going to have taxes. You're not going to have revenue. Why? Because people aren't making money. You can't pay it out, folks, if you don't have it. It's not coming in. You won't get it. That's just reality. So I like that they put it in there. Whereas the General Assembly finds that laws and obligations consistent statewide for all businesses, organizations, and employers doing business in the state benefit the businesses, organizations, and employers seeking to do business in the state and attract new businesses, organizations, and employers in the state. Somebody says, yeah, but, um, you know, um, PayPal – they're they were gonna they were potentially gonna build um a big facility there. And you know what? Because they didn't want to be a part of discrimination, guess what? They're not going to do it now. So those four hundred jobs, guess what? They're getting somewhere else to a more hospitable city. Yeah. How you like that? We vote with our pocketbook. Yeah, I guess you do. So <laughs> part one Single sex, multiple occupancy bathroom, and changing facilities. Now, what is that? Single sex, multiple occupancy. That is a restroom with a silhouette of a person with a dress, meaning woman. You don't have to wear a dress. You can wear pants. You can wear shorts, whatever. Or the one with the dude with the pants. You don't have to wear pants, but if you're a dude, you belong in there. Now, if you're a dude, like in transition, am I going to be really overjoyed that you're coming in there? No. Because at first I'm looking look and go, is that a woman? A really, really ugly woman? All up in here? And I'm going to start with, oh, ma'am, you've done what I've done many times. I, I, I turn left when I was supposed to go right, Turn right when I was supposed to go left, in the wrong bathroom. I've done it. I've walked in the wrong one. I've been appalled at myself. But I don't have some kind of curiosity. Oh, man, I can't wait to come in here. Let me just see what I can find. I want to be a part of all this. No, I don't want to be a part of that. you kidding me? So anyway, it goes like this. Section oneone 115 G.S.115C-47 is amended by adding a new subdivision to read, parens 63, to establish single-sex multiple-occupancy bathroom and changing facilities. Local boards of education shall establish single-sex multiple-occupancy bathroom and changing facilities as provided in 115C-521-2, dash dash or dot .2. Section 1.2. Article 37 of Chapter 115C of the General Statutes, is amended by adding a new section to read, Single-Sex Multiple Occupancy Bathroom and Changing Facilities Definitions. The following definitions apply in this section, Biological Sex, the physical condition of being male or female, which is stated on a person's birth certificate. Multiple occupancy bathroom or changing facility. A facility designed or designated to be used by more than one person at one time where students may be in various states of undress in the presence of other persons. A multiple occupancy bathroom or changing facility may include but is not limited to a school restroom, locker room, changing room, or shower room. Single occupancy bathroom or changing facility. A facility designed or designated to be used by only one person at a time where students may be in various states of undress. A single occupancy bathroom or changing facility may include, but is not limited to, a single stall restroom designed, designated as unisex, or for use based on biological sex. Now, what is biological sex? You unzip. You unzip. And what do you see? If you're struggling with what is it I see, well, I can't help you. I love to help you, but no, I don't. I don't want to help you. You got that problem. You're like, well, what am I looking at here? Well, I got here. I don't want to help you. I don't want to help you. Read a book. That's what the internet is for. <laughs> that's what the internet is for, that gummit. So that's my thing, folks. Look, if you don't know, take a look. Just take a look at your gear. You should have some idea at this point. I don't care how you feel, you got the junk. The the equipment, the original equipment, hey, get in there and match it up with what you pose to be. That's all. Based on biological sex. It's just it's just gotta be done. Now, nothing in this, nothing in this section shall prohibit local boards of education from providing accommodations such as single occupancy, bathroom, or changing facilities, or controlled use of facilities, faculty facilities upon a request. Due to special circumstances. Now, what is that special circumstance? Well, you got a person in there that says, "Hey, um, yeah, I'm not comfortable going into the men's boys bathroom. I'm identifying today as a girl, and so as a result, I'm I'm going. I'm I need to have you provide me a. a I've got to go into the women's, the girls. Who knows what I'll feel tomorrow? But I'm just telling you." And so the faculty says, all right, Harvey. Um, it's Harvey. Oh, sorry, Harvey. Uh, tell you what let's do. We're going to walk down to the faculty. We have a single-use thing there. You go in, do your thing. Uh, we'll keep a camera out here because you're not going to be doing little selfies and little videos in there. Uh, so you, we'll just keep your camera out here. You go in, do your thing, come out. We'll give you phone back hopefully after you've washed your hands with soap. And uh, you're going back to class. Does that seem difficult? How about uh, facilities or controlled use of faculty facilities upon a request due to special circumstances? Let's say you have a circumstance where you've got a medical issue. You know, that disability thing that Charlotte was talking about, disability? Maybe you have a medical issue. You know, they take you down to the faculty facility, the one bathroom thing with the door, and they, you know, the, the same thing. Hold your phone. Why don't you do any videos or whatever in there? But, and then it goes on to say, but in no event shall that accommodation result in the local boards of education allowing a student to use a multiple occupancy bathroom. In other words, a bathroom that's multiple people that could be in there at one time or a changing facility, locker room, designated under subsection B of this section for a sex other than the student's biological sex. Here's some exceptions. This is in 20D. This section does not apply to persons entering a multiple occupancy bathroom or changing facility designated for use by the opposite sex. Let me read that again. This section does not apply to persons entering a multiple occupancy bathroom or changing facility designated for use by the opposite sex. Look, man, if your natural gear at your birth, says you're a dude, you're not going into the girls' one. You don't get to. Not today. Not today. Now, when can, uh, can, uh, you, you know, faculty members or whoever from these schools, when can they go in if they have to go in? Let's say it's a person of the opposite sex, custodian or whatever, or maintenance, whatever. Look, I got to work on the women's. You're not going to hire a woman plumber if there's not a woman plumber available. If you got a plumbing issue. You don't care what sex the person is, just as long as they hike their pants up a little bit, get in there, get her done. So custodial purposes. Look, you got to clean it. In the case of a it, it, hashtag natural gear, thank you, Steve. In the case of a of a woman, uh, women's restroom, and and uh, you've got a male custodian. Going in there, cleaning. Got to go in there, clean. Got to announce. Say, hey, I'm I'm coming in here. I gotta clean. Sorry. How about for maintenance or inspection? Let's say a female inspector. You know, you got a county inspector, female inspector, goes in to the men's. Well, hey, female aboard. How about if something happens to somebody in Delaware? Uh, you know, and people are talking about this school like it's some uh, just great, great school. Howard Technical School in the city of Wilmington. Just Ate up with them killing each other, a young girl uh, who's known for breaking up fights, she got killed she got killed in there, and they videoed it. This kid died, and they videoed it because they want to be they want to be stars on the YouTube man want to be stars. Snapchat. so let's say a, a male they're in the female restroom and a male EMT or a male teacher has to run in and break it up. guess what 's got to be done so this exempts that. To receive assistance in using the facility. Let's say you're a handicapped person. You don't have your helper with you, so you designate somebody at this. Maybe you need help getting out of your chair and into the stall. Maybe from the stall back to your chair. Whatever. Whatever the case is, you say, hey, let's say you have an assistant. Maybe you're blind. Whatever. We've, they've made accommodations for that. A place that's temporarily designated for use by that person's biological sex. Let's say the women's bathroom is, there's a line down the street. Not that this has ever happened. Men's bathroom, because men are so fast, (laughs) they're in, they're out, less to do. Uh, There's nobody in there, and there's nobody waiting. So you say, man, I got to go, man. I got to go. So what happens? You post somebody at the door. You say, anybody in there? I'll be right back. They go in and use the restroom. Somebody comes up, dude comes up and says, uh, there's a woman in there using the bathroom because look at the line. Okay, I'll wait. Look, if it's me and I'm coming up there, I'm like, Phew, take all the time you need, girl. I'm not trying to interrupt somebody in their business. No. But look, sometimes that happens. Maybe the male's restroom is broken in this area. So the girls, the the, the boys have to use it. Whatever. Yeah, ever been to a concert? Come on. So section uh, section 1.3, Chapter 143 the General Statutes is amended by adding a new article to read, Article 81, Single Sex, Multiple Occupancy, Bathroom, and Changing Facilities, Single Sex, Multiple Occupancy, Bathroom, Changing Facilities, Definitions, Biological Sex, the Physical Condition of—look, they define it all—the physical condition of being male or female, which is stated on a person's birth certificate. Executive branch agency agencies boards offices departments and institutions of the executive branch including the University of North Carolina and the North Carolina community college system multiple occupancy bathroom uh, or changing facility a facility designed for or designated to be used by more than one person at a time where persons may be in various states of undress in the presence of other persons a multiple occupancy bathroom or changing facility may include but is not limited to a restroom locker room changing room or shower room now. I want to address this really quick. After taking a drink. You must think this cup of tea I have is giant, or I take little tiny sips with my little tiny lips. <laughs> little bit of column A, little bit of column B. So um, so here's the thing. For me personally, this is just me personally. And I've said this I've said this for a long time. And I don't think I'm being odd or weird or, or in some way discriminatory, bigoted. I think at some point or another, you know, we use the term diversity, and I, and I defined it before how they define it. It was a whole long list of things. And, you know, diversity only applies really to their stuff, with the left ones. Diversity accommodations for Christians doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. A kid, uh, what was it, South Carolina? A kid was told, you need to take that American flag off your truck. You need to take it off there. You just need to take it off there. You know why? Because you know what? Uh, it could be offensive to people. Our Muslim students, our, our Mexican students, whatever, they're, they're offended by that. They could be offended by that. So you know what? I want you to take that off there. You know what he did? He said, you know what? That ain't going to happen. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm an American. And this is my flag. You do what you want to do to me. I'm telling you right now, I'm not taking my flag off my vehicle. And if you try to bar my vehicle because I have a flag on my vehicle, trust me when I tell you, it ain't going to be good for you. What happens? They said, well, well, you can't bring your car. Well, what happens next? He gets a few hundred of his friends and he says, hey, how about let's do this? Let's all get together. Let's put big old flags on our vehicles, and let's all go into that parking lot together. a Big old line. Well, little did they know, there was a lot of support for them and no support for the school. The crazy, crazy administration. And what did they do? Hundreds of vehicles adorned in the American flag, respectfully uh, displayed. And they lined up. They met. I think it was like two, or three, two or three miles before, And somebody said, hey, you know what? We should film this. And I mean, it was long. It was, it was long. It was like 10, 15 minutes of vehicles pulling in to the school, all with their American flag, flying free, long may she wave. That's the way you deal with some stuff, folks. That's the way you deal with it. You don't back down. You don't become wimpy and say, oh, there's another thing. We've lost another thing. Stop with all that mess. Stop your whining about we lost another thing. Enough already. Be in it to win it. That's why the Center for Self-Governance is so important. It's so important because it teaches you how to do it. It teaches you the right way. It teaches you how things really work and how to make it work for you. Self-governance. Look, man, I'm just going to tell you right now from the bottom of my heart, I I don't ever want anybody um, discriminated against. I don't want that. I don't want that. There's never been anything I've ever wanted. But you know what? You mess around and discriminate against me, guess what's going to happen? A whole lot of, uh-oh, we shouldn't have did that. mm Oh, no, you didn't. Just like this high school student. And and the thing I love is there were hundreds of parents and citizens of that community, and they were right there, and they said, you know what? Pfft. No, you didn't. They're waving their flags, and they're filming it, and they're honking horns and all this stuff. And the school just finally had to say, you know... We're just going to back off of this. We're just not going to mess with this. Shut up with it. It's a safety issue. It's not a safety issue. Come on. Don't be a wuss. Safety issue. Making stuff up. Well, we had a lot of complaints. How many? 1,013 students? How many complaints did you get out of that? Well, we had, we had one person sort of complain. Said they didn't feel safe. Okay. One... Out of 1,013, just like in this case right here, 0.03, one third of 1%. One-third of 1%. Can you believe it? One-third of 1%. We're making this accommodation. Out of your mind. It don't make any sense. What about blind people? You know, I don't think there's anything harder than being blind or maybe uh, being a, a, a paraplegic. How much, how much have we really done for paraplegics? How about quadriplegics? How about blind quadriplegics? How much have we done? Because I got to tell you, man, I see a whole lot of blind people finding their way. Finding their way. Hey, uh, all the best to you, uh, Southern Sense Talk Radio. Tuned in, thank you. We're honored to have you. Have a great, great trip. I see you were you're going on a trip and uh, going to see some home folks from your from your home, and and uh, I hope you have a, a super safe trip, super safe trip, safe time there. Enjoy, enjoy. Remember your sunscreen. You've been gone for a while. We're always honored when other hosts uh, join in the show. It just means a lot to me. It really, really does. So, look, man, look. So we so we we've got we've got places in this country putting together a prayer room and we're making accommodations so people can go Muslims can go pray in companies in public facilities. We we make it. We well, are hey, going to do whatever we got to do, man. We say we say uh you know you don't have to take your hijab off. Your burqa, well, you don't have to take it off No. So if we do your driver's license uh, photograph which shows your identity. We use the photograph to look at that. Okay, is this the person we look at the name? Nope, nope. Well I see your eyes, the brown eyes, and most of your folks have brown eyes, so phew, I don't know. Yeah, this seems like you. Come on. It's stupid. How about a Christian? A Christian says, look, I want to be able to read my Bible at lunch. Well I'll tell you what, put a cover on it. This is an actual case. Put a cover on it. So they can't see it's a Bible. Try to sit somewhere so they can't see that it's a Bible. That offends people. Don't do it. Point zero three. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why this is happening. Let me tell you why Christian bakers and Christian florists are losing everything they've ever had, everything they've ever worked for, because gay people want to set them up. Now, it's not against all gays. I know lots and lots of gay people. That are wonderful, amazing people, but I'll tell you what, there's two major cases, one of which I know an awful lot about, the other one I know an awful lot about, a florist, very nice great-grandma in Washington State, and then another case in Kentucky, or in, uh, I can't remember what the state is, it just jumped out of my head, but the, uh, the bakers, two bakers actually, husband and wife, Christians. No accommodation was made for them. Religious accommodation is just a, a pretend thing. Look, I told you at the open it's not just North Carolina, by the way. I don't want to forget for running out of time, it's Mississippi too. Mississippi has a bill very similar to Charlotte's. You dig what I'm saying here? This is sweeping all over the country. All over. All over. But you know what stops this? You know what keeps this from happening? When we stand up and we say, hey, no 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 no. Not gonna happen. Like Target. People say, Well, I don't believe in I don't believe in um boycotts. I just don't believe in boycotts. I know some people that they say I don't believe in boycotts. You know why you don't believe in boycotts? You don't believe in boycotts? Because you want to be able to shop whatever store you want and you don't wanna to have to take a stand, you don't have to drive ten minutes farther. So you say, hey, you know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do. I am going to just go, and I'm just going to be mad about it. I'm just going to be mad about it and say, well, I hate going there, but that's the only place I can get my widgets. I mean, you understand this. You, under- you understand where I'm coming from here. We we don't speak up. We're chickens. We are chickens. We're wimpy Christians. And we we sit back, and we say, well... I don't want to be a bigot. I don't, I like diversity. You know what I like? I like diversity. I like all kinds of vegetables except for beets. Love them. I'll eat cauliflower. I'll eat. I'll eat uh, um, I, don't know, I used to eat Brussels sprouts. make me sick now. But uh, I'll eat broccoli. I'll eat string beans. I'll eat carrots. I'll eat potatoes, preferably sweet potatoes. I'll eat all kinds of stuff, water chestnuts, whatever celery, but man, oh man, I'm look diversity, how they're defining it you 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 all of a sudden are the bad guy, you're the bad guy, if you say mm, not gonna happen, Mississippi's another state that is uh is is having to deal with this, and one part of their state is um past Christian in Louisiana. Uh, they are super liberal. You guys know that. New Orleans, super liberal. But um, the the state of Louisiana is having to deal with some stuff. Mississippi, Biloxi, kind of wild, kind of you know, crazy. Got all those sections there. They just came out with House Bill 1523 as passed in the House. Protecting Freedom of Conscience from Government Discrimination Act. Love that title. Section two, the Sincerely Held... Religious beliefs and moral convictions protected by this act are the belief or conviction that marriage is or should be recognized as the union of one man and one woman. Subsection B, sexual relations are properly reserved to such a marriage and that male, man, or female, woman refer to the individual's immutable biological sex as objectively determined by anatomy and genetics at the time of birth. And then it says, "Look, man, I can't rescri- discriminate against your religion in any way. I can't I can't solemnize and I can't decline to solemnize any marriage. We're not in the business. We're not in that business. We can't We're not going to endorse any of that stuff. That's not our job. Look, we don't want you to be discriminated against because of your race and we already have laws in that case, and we don't want you to be discriminated against if you if anything, if it makes sense, we don't want you to discriminated against, but guess what? We're not going to tell a Christian he has to serve you wedding cake. If by your religious conviction, you, you just can't do it. Look, man, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm just going to tell you this. The fact that our legislators are having, with as bad as things are, that they're having to do this. I'm telling you why they have to do it. Here's why. You ready? Ready? Here's why. Lavoie Fennicom died for the same reason, because there weren't a thousand patriots. United States government, whoever whoever was involved, and I think that's still shaky as to who was involved there, but Lavoie Finnegan would be alive today if there were a thousand people with him. I guarantee it. There's a thousand vehicles or a thousand individuals. Lavoie Finnegan would have come to no harm. Ryan Bundy would have never been shot in a vehicle. He didn't even have a weapon. He gets shot because they shoot up the vehicle. Never been would have never been shot. Forty some people wouldn't be in jail right now if a thousand patriots, Americans, whether you agree with them or not, were with them saying they got it right. And they aren't going alone. But they didn't. And they don't. And in this case, you know, we, we hide in our houses and we say, Well, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to rock the boat. Nothing worse. Nothing worse than a wimpy Christian or a wimpy conservative that sits, sits back and says, well, that's too bad. Somebody ought to do something about that. There ought, to be, there ought to be 100 million signatures on... First of all, Target doesn't care about signatures, by the way. The left doesn't care about signatures. They don't care how mad you are with them. The only thing that matters to them is money. Now, you might say, well, if that was the case then Bruce Springsteen wouldn't have canceled his concert. Well, he didn't make any money on it first, so he didn't lose anything. He hadn't made the money. Look at all the free publicity Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band just got. Free. Look, I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to tell you, you, you perform wherever you want. Lots of other musical people and other things. said, Well, that's, that's how North Carolina is going to be. Well, you just heard it. I read it to you. I read you the law. I read you the ordinance they were responding to, the the Charlotte ordinance, that you decide for yourself. If it doesn't make any sense to you, look, and don't think, hey, I don't live in North Carolina. I don't live in Charlotte. I live on the West Coast. I live on the East Coast. Let's come to where you are. I know for a fact the governor of the state of Delaware has said point blank, you know, I am interested in a gender equality, anti-LGBTX discrimination bill, the right one, at the right time, in the right way. Let me tell you what that means. That means I want to go to the next level. You know, he was the super rich guy. I mean, he's, he's super, super wealthy. I've nothing against that. But he was the treasurer, and then now he's the governor. And he has higher aspirations. And he wants to be the guy who said? Pfft, yeah, this is for me. I'm gonna be this guy. I'm gonna come out with my own, and he's gonna get all kinds of publicity. And you know, Delaware Sussex County and Rova Dewey and Fenwick is a huge gay population. It's known as the gay summer capital. But now a lot of uh, a lot of homosexuals and lesbians they they have businesses and stuff and whatever. I patronize them. I don't I don't avoid them. You know, if I went into a, uh, a, a florist, not saying all florists are gay, I'm not saying that at all. I know plenty that aren't. And I go in and, and they say, hey, man, you're straight. I'm not going to make you a wedding cake. Before, you think I would have, have, have sued? No. I'd have gone down the street and found somebody that did. Now, not only would I boycott it, I would have, I would have sued their pants off. That's what we got to do, man. We got to get together. Americans got to unite. This whole uh, election cycle on the conservative side is, is tearing people apart. We got big problems, folks. God bless you. Join us next week, next Sunday. Check me out on the dot Greener.com. If you can contribute to our ministry, we'd love to have it. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today.